श्री गुरु चरण सरोज रज निज मनु मुकर सुधारी बरनऊ रघुबर बिमल जसु जो दायक फल छारी बुद्धिहीन तनु जानी के सुमिरो पवन कुमार बल बुद्धि विद्या देहु मोहे हरहु कलेश विकार जय हनुमान ज्ञान गुण सागर जय कपी सतिहु लोक उजागर राम दूत अतुलित बल धामा अंजनी पुत्र पवन सुत नामा महावीर विक्रम बजरंगी कुमति निवार सुमति के संगी कंजन बरन विराज सुबेशा कानन कुंडल कुंचित केशा हाथ बज और ध्वजा बिराजे कांधे मुंज जने हूँ साजे शंकर सुवन केसरी नंदन तेज प्रताप विद्यावान गुणी अति चातुर राम काज करीबे को आतुर प्रभु चरित्र सुनिबे को रसिया राम लखन सीता मन बसिया सूक्ष्म रूप धरी यही दिखावा बिकट रूप धरी लंक जरावा भीम रूप धरी असुर सहारे राम चंद्र के काज सवारे लायस जीवन लखन जियाए श्री रघुबीर हर शिवर लाए रघुपति कीनी बहुत बढ़ाई तुम मम प्रिय भरत ही सब भाई सहस बदन तुम रोज अस गावे अस कहे श्रीपति कंठ लगावे नारद सारद सहित दिगपाल जहाते कभी कौबेद कही सके कहते तुम उपकार सुग्री वही कीना तुम रो भद्र विभीषण बाना लंकेश्वर भय सब जग जाना जो सहस्त्र जो जन पर भानु लीलोताही मधुर फल जानु प्रभु पुत्रिका बली मुख बाही जल दिलागी गए अचरज नाही दुर्गम काज जगत के जेते सुगम अनुग्रह तुम रे देते राम दुआरे तुम रखवारे होत न आज्ञा बिनु पैसारे सब सुकल तुम्हारी शरण तुम रक्षक काहू को डरना आपन तेज समारो आपे हाकते कापे भूत पिशाच निकट नहीं आवे महावीर जब नाम सुनावे नासे रोग हरे सब पीरा जपत निरंतर हनुमत बीरा संकट ते हनुमान छुड़ावे मन क्रम बचन ध्यान जो लावे सब पर राम तपस्वी राजा तिनके काज सकल तुम साजा और मनोरथ जो कोई लावे सोई अमित जीवन फल पावे चारो जुग पर ताप तुम्हारा 
है प्रसिद्ध जगत उजियारा साधु संत के तुम रखवारे असुर निकंदन राम दुलारे अष्ट से दिनो निधि के दाता असबर दीन जान की माता राम रसायन तुमरे पासा सदा रहो रघुपति के दासा तुमरे भजन राम को पावे जनम जनम के दुख बिसरावे अंधकाल रघुबर पुर जाय जहा जन्म हरि भक्त कहाय और देवता चिंतन धरही हनुमत से ही सर्व सुख करही संकट कटे मिटे सब पीरा जो सुमिरे हनुमत बल भीरा हनुमान गोसाई कृपा करो गुरुदेव की नाई जो सत बार पाठ करे कोई छूट ही बंदी महासुख होए जो यह पढ़े हनुमान चालीसा होए सिद्ध साकी गौरीसा तुलसीदास सदा हरि चेरा की जय नाथ हृदय महडेरा पवन तने संकट हरन मंगल मूर्ति रूप राम लखन सीता सहित हृदय बसो सुर भूप सियावर राम चंद्र की जय उमापति महादेव की जय पवन सुत हनुमान की जय बोलो रे भाई सब संतन की Whenever we do the Bhagavatam, it reminds me of Jyoti. Jyoti was a doctor who recently passed away. She's come to cancer and she was coming to the class. And she would always tell me, she had her heart set on Lord Krishna. And she would always tell me, when will you start Bhagavatam? Whenever you do Bhagavatam, I will surely come. So, you know, I just... visualize her you know how she was so curious when are you going to start it when are you going to start it so beautiful so assuming that she is also here where will she go just reminded me so now we are on the second skand right and second chapter second book actually we completed four chapters and now we're going to start the fifth chapter in the fourth chapter we realized that parikshit had started the question with how should i die in the process of the discourse when he was talking to shukdev ji he suddenly came to realize that there is so much more to know that what the questions i have asked have to be further extended and he had a list of questions he had questions from how the creation happens and how the destruction happens how the maya plays what are the kalpas who is the creator not only this he went into different lokas he said what is the kind of tap somebody is supposed to do and he went on and on and on and on and on with so many questions i made a list of it you can read it later but his questions won't stop he just asked because he realized there's so much to know 
एंड आई प्रोबेबली ही सेट डोंट नो एनीथिंग नाउ दैट शिवदेव जी मुनि हैज कम ही इज केपेबल ही आंसर ऑल माई क्वेश्चन सो ही सेट आ जाओ एंड प्लीज आंसर ऑल दिस क्वेश्चन ही डेड नमन एंड सुखदेव जी मुनि लिसन टू ऑल दिस क्वेश्चन एंड ही हैड अ स्माइल ऑन हिस्स फेस एंड द फर्स्ट थिंग ही सेट इज यू नो परीक्षित the list of questions which you have come forth with has been asked before also before you also there have been people who have wanted to know all the answers to the given questions and this these list these questions were asked by narad muni also and the answers were given by brahma ji and before this also the same sort of questions were asked by brahma ji and swear the lord gave the answers so the questions which you are asking are not unique to you now this is a very beautiful way of answering questions in our purans it keeps the ego in check of the listener also and of the speaker also now you will ask how does the ego stay in check like this so you know many a times while sitting in the session firstly we cannot hold our questions so you have to ask ask them you know before waiting to know the answer later now once you ask the question you trademark your question as a very superior question and somebody else's question as an inferior question so when the list of questions come forth he saying you are not unique in any ways the questions you have asked are not unique these questions have already been asked multiple times before so it curbs the ego of the speaker uh, of the ask you know person who is listening kyunki the same thought the same process the same questions have already come before now how does it help the speaker now when the speaker says the questions have already been answered before so again when the questions have already been answered before the speaker is not creating or inventing something unique or new it has been said the speaker is just following it forward and giving it to you. so the speaker's ego is also in check because he realizes that many people before him has have already answered these questions the answers are there all the knowledge is there he is just reiterating the knowledge he is just narrating it further so both the egos are in check it also serves an other important purpose of credibility firstly you are in sync that what you are asking the way you are thinking is not wrong and there is credibility suppose i tell you today that this is what i think you will tell me on five phase usse kya farak padta who gives a hoot about what you think very normal tendency but if i say ved vyas had said this if i say narad muni said this if i say that particular vashish ji said this and i'm telling you will say ha fir to it is true that credibility suddenly comes in that accountability comes in and your belief is strengthened ki ha what she is speaking is true so this is the way the purans function you will say why again and again they are saying this person said this that person said this this person said this and you are going back are he asked the same question to tell you that you are not the only one who has asked i am not the only one who has said the knowledge has not been created it is there you are in no way unique with your thought process and the knowledge is credible and all the purans throughout you will see them jumping forth and back forth and back proving checking your ego and giving you credibility and accountability of the account which is being said
So he, again, Shukdev ji also did the same thing. He said, you have a list of questions. And these questions are not new or unique to you. They have been asked many a times. We are actually not unique, right? We are all clones, basically. We are all copies. There is nothing more than it. A little variation here and there, that's it. The one which is unique is the Lord. Beyond that, everything is a copy. So, there is no way one should think, yes, this is me. Nothing. Little bit of variation here and there. If there is something unique, that is the Lord. Maybe it is not easy to accept, but that is the truth. So now Shukdev ji says, Ki the same list of questions about the Kalps, the Mahakalps, the Vevar, the Varn, the Grist ashrams, all the different ashrams, the time durations, the perceptions, the Mayas, the Creator, the creation, and how it is dissolved, and so many more. And Parikshit again says, Listen, this list is probably not exhaustive. Whatever has come to my mind right now, suddenly I have asked you, if there is anything beyond this, which is to be known, please you tell me that also. And don't worry that I am sitting here, not eating or not drinking anything, because I am being nourished by your words. I am being nourished by the Hari Katha, which is like nectar to my soul. So nothing will happen. You just answer my questions. You just go on. Don't think about my state. And Shukdev Muni said, Ki yes, this entire list of questions has been asked before. And it was asked by Narad to Brahma. Now Narad ji is a mild-born son of Brahma ji. Before him, Maharaj and Sanat Kumars and all were there, his elder brothers, ten of them, eight of them. And now Narad Muni is sitting there looking at Brahma ji. And he said, please, tell me the secret of creation. You are all-knowing. Brahma ji is sitting in front of him. So he said, you are all-knowing. You are the creator. You have created. You have made everything that exists. There is nothing beyond you. So please tell me. Now Brahma ji says, no, it is not me. There is something beyond me also. So Narayana again questions. How can there be anything beyond you when you are creating everything? You are the one. You are the seed through which everything has been made. But then Brahma ji said, this is the problem. What happens is, this is Maya, which is deluding you, Narada. Right now, you think it is all done by me and there is nothing beyond me. And this Maya acts like this only. It gives you this I-ness and minus of something which does not exist. Neither you exist, nor does yours exist. But this illusion is there. So my dear Narada, there is so much beyond, beyond me. I'll tell you about. And... Not only this, I don't know the entire fact. He said, I don't know. Your elder brothers, the Sant Kumars and all, they also don't know the entire fact. Shiv, Vishnu, nobody knows the entire fact. But whatever I have understood, I'll share with you. But about whom I'm going to talk today, he also does not know the entire fact, let me tell you that. The sky is all pervading. But the sky does not know how far would he pervade? What is his grip? So even the sky does not know in entirety his power. So basically the Lord himself, the unmanifest Lord also probably does not know the extent of his own capacity. So who are me, you or anybody to say ki we know? So let's start with the point that we do not know. When I can't know, the previous people cannot know, when he himself cannot know, now, it is not difficult to understand. How can he not know, we'll say. 
it's very beautiful a person who is truly saral who is truly down to earth would never know that he is saral or down to earth if he knows that means he is not saral and down to earth isn't it he would never know others would know probably but he would know not know the extent of how down to earth that person is so that knowledge is not in him so he said he also does not know so the sky is all pervading and the sky does not know how far is grip its grip is so he also does not know but whatever i know today i would like to share with you is it when the creation happened i was sitting i was totally lost and i did not know why everything had happened where had i come from what was my purpose you know when we say that the lotus came out some people might say how could brahma sit on the lotus wanted shake you know these questions come children are innocent so they ask but then can't you visualize it that that was a spark to know brahma was just a spark of that keenness in knowledge to know ki kyun why we don't question right so now this brahma ji was sitting and this question came to his mind and he was sitting and sitting and sitting and thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and he was so immersed and so it is like you know when we did the vivekanand story when that man just wanted breath he just wanted to know he was so so immersed in that desire for that knowledge ki who am i what is this what is happening you sitting there and there came a voice and the voice said ta and the lord says tap is very dear to me what is tap tap is penance the lord is saying tap karo that's it there is only a voice nothing else so he said tap and brahma ji said okay without knowing anything without knowing who said it this thought came and he said theek hai if that is what is needed i will do tap with no surety no assurance no logic he sat down to do tap because tap the lord says through my tap only i create through my tap only penance only i sustain and through my tap only i destroy penance is very dear to me so tap karo that was the first thing he said now what is tap what is the extent of tap how can we divide tap further very essential maybe briefly we'll do it what is tap when we talked about tap over here they say yam hote hain and niyam hote and ramayan also we did yam and niyam in great detail we'll just touch it today yam are the values that you have to and have in your life right and niyam are the disciplines it is essential it is very easy to say what am i doing kyu karna hai how does it matter no he said tap the first step is tap now tap also with lot of devotion and love brahma ji had love and devotion in him see when you love somebody you go that extra mile for that person right that is tap 
for your child you go that extra mile you might not sleep at night you might do whatever that is tap so when tap comes naturally with love so brahma ji had love for the lord he wanted to know the creation he wanted to be devoted he had bhakti in him so he said tap so it came naturally is it tap karna karunga koi baat nahi we can understand tap when we do it for somebody we love so he loved god so what is tap the first tap is ahimsa principle of ahimsa ahimsa is not only going and hitting physically somebody ahimsa is not being violent even in your thought not at all ahimsa is not startling the cat which is sleeping while you are walking that is the extent of ahimsa ahimsa is not going to the garden and plucking that flower that flower is beautiful over there also that flower will look beautiful here also why do i i need to have it that is the extent of ahimsa you can go more subtle with ahimsa as subtle as you can so from not only from thought word and deed even the subtleness of your deed not startling not creating any commotion anywhere letting everything be the way it is do we even thought of think of ahimsa like that we think of ahimsa in the most violent of forms and say hum to ahimsa nahi karte satya we discussed satya in thought word and deed and the extent of satya satya has to be sweet also and satya can be sweet also <coughs> so satya we discussed astya not stealing now we'll say hum to chori karte hi nahi but again we go and look at the worst form of astya non stealing don't we by our words sometimes steal away somebody's peace of mind don't we by our one word destroy somebody's confidence astya that is tap stealing to is a very superficial thing when you go into the depth and the subtlety of things you'll realize oh my god how much control this tap this yaya yam this value this niyam would need then non hoarding again we'll take it to the material unfortunately we are tuned to the material world so all we think is in the material form true that is also a part non hoarding definitely you don't need to hoard anything beyond your immediate needs anything beyond your immediate need is wrong whether you like it or not is wrong you can justify it with education or whatever you're doing is wrong no matter what you are saving for when somebody immediately needs something and you're taking it away for some future benefit it is wrong we justify it in our society you can argue on it but it is wrong hoarding is wrong look at the birds aaj khaya kal wapas dhoondne nikal jayenge they get their food right aisa to hota nahi hai ki they die of hunger and thirst but we hoard because we can hoard and then our hoarding also takes away our peace of mind we rehoard and reinvest whatever our hoarding is you know and the entire life goes in taking care of what we are hoarding and the minimalists are really good i feel you know headache nahi khatam take away that but not only this hoarding of subtle things like knowledge hoarding of subtle things like feeling of love where you don't want to share it with everybody you can share that love with somebody but you will say no isko kyu dhang se baat karo are why are you hoarding it if it is there and you give na 
subtle things like love also should not be hoarded so from the gross from the material thing when you talk about tap you have to bring it down to the minutest of form and then it becomes difficult then it is not that easy then you have to be ajat right hanuman ji why do we always think about him because he was always alert ajat awake he would not let anything anywhere say ki nahi not even for a single nanosecond brahmacharya nowadays what happens is brahmacharya ko we say no 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 you generalize it as desire okay brahmacharya is desire but brahmacharya is brahmacharya also the ojas shakti the that is ojas shakti is very 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 important if you just drop it it is wrong and then when you are talking about brahmacharya you have to be very careful is it impulsive or it is thought of impulsive is recreation when it is thought of it is maybe for procreation this also and it is same for a grahastha or a sanyasi just because you are a grahastha that does not give you a check mark no you have to be in check nowadays people dilute it and say nahi nahi you can dilute it into kamnas and desires and all no brahmacharya is brahmacharya in many words vivekanand says it is true for same sanyasis and grahasthas there is no different law watch it what is that instinct analyze it and then see what you are doing so these are the yams so what do you mean that brahmacharya what is brahmacharya is you do not have sex unnecessarily impulsively any time of the day it is to be thought of it is a tendency it's a desire we say theek hai na kya farak padta no sex also has to be controlled because it applies to a lot of things it, it does that's what i'm saying yeah not only to the but it is when we are talking about brahmacharya over here it is that kamna vagare ki we we that's what i said i before i mentioned it i said we have diluted it mm-hmm. for our con- convenience desires hai kamna for things it's all no 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 excess desire you are a brahmanai brahmacharya is brahmacharya and i'm talking about it in the form of sex only okay i am not talking about it in any other form right now so brahmacharya mm-hmm. I'm talking about the yama and niyama that thing. Yes. So is there in the Bhagavad also? Yes. Yama and niyama is very much in the Bhagavad also. So what's the now niyama? Niyam, yeah. Ha? Sorry. Ha. What's it? You you know you said asteya, which is not stealing. Ha. For not holding, what's the term? Asteya. Same thing. Ha. Not stealing, not holding. Yes, asteya. It is a very see. You cannot actually non-holding is a very diluted version. So asteya is the actual Sanskrit name. It covers a lot of things. So basically four aspects. Five. It's amimsa, satya, asteya, apigraha. Sorry, non-holding is aprigraha uh-huh. and brahmacharya. Asteya is non-stealing. Now the niyams come in place. Sotcha. We discussed in detail purity, santosh, contentment. Today, just you know, my grandfather always used to say. कि देख पराई चोपड़ी क्यों ललचाए जी रूखी सूखी खाए खे ठंडा पानी पी वाई आर यू सो अनकंटेंटेड लुकिंग एट एवरीथिंग अराउंड यू बी कंटेंटेड विथ वॉट एवर यू हैव दैट विल कंजर्व योर एनर्जी यू से अरे हम कंटेंटेड है तो हम आगे कैसे बढ़ेंगे अरे यू आर कंजर्विंग सो मच ऑफ एनर्जी बाई नॉट गेटिंग एजिटेटेड बाई अदर पीपल्स पोजेशन यू वर्क टूवर्ड्स योर ओन गोल्स ना वाई आर यू गेटिंग सो एजिटेटेड बाई वॉट अदर्स हैव 
by what others perceive, by what others are getting. So contentment, when you are in contentment, you are saving a lot of energy. Swadhyaya. How many of us do we sit and do Swadhyaya? Swadhyaya is reading the spiritual text. Yourself. Do you have a dedicated time to do it? Okay, is my time for Swadhyaya. No matter what happens. If the entire day I don't get time, I will burn the night lamp, sit at night and finish my Swadhyaya. Is it, is it there? No, You think that coming for an hour and sitting and going back, these grunts are too deep to understand in an hour. And Ishwar Samarpan. Oh, with all these, the surrender to that Lord, Ishwara Pranidhana, is very, very, very important. Your total surrender. Because when Brahma does not know, Narad does not know, Shukdevji does not know, because, and what happens to us is, there is a very beautiful saying, Adbhari Ghagri Chalkat Jai. The low, matki which is not full to the brim, usme se hi sabse jada pani chalkega. When something is full to the brim, even if you walk with it, the water won't come out. Uchlega nahi. So it's kete adbari ghagri chalkat jai. So, calm down. So these niyams, he said, ki thik hai, So tap has been divided into these 10 things in Bhagavad. But we take it further. Not only this, what else is tap? Tapko is this, we have done this bhajan. Yam, niyam, we talked about. Sayam. Sayam is very important. Are you able to maintain that? Constant phase of sayam and control at any situation, no matter with who it is. Tyag, tyag. Vairagya. Just mark these words. And mukhmon. Now, silence are of two types. Very important again. Silence by mouth. We say that if we are silent, our mind becomes calm. But that is not true. Only when you are calm can you observe the vow of silence. This is true. Only when you are very, very calm can you observe the vow of silence. Silence does not bring you calmness. Because your mind will keep going on. Now there were four saints. They said, today we are going to observe our silence for two weeks. Nobody is going to talk. They lit the lamp. Four, four monks sat down and they started their tapas. Bad guy by silence. For two weeks was the journey. And suddenly, at night, the end of first day, the lamp flickered. Now the lamp flickered and it went off. The first... Monk said, oh my God, lamp went off. The second monk said, why did you break the silence? We were supposed to remain quiet. Why are you talking? The third monk said, stop it, both of you. It's just a lamp. Why are you quarreling? And the fourth monk said, see, I lasted the longest. It did not even bother me. I was silent. Gone the silence. First monk got agitated by the outer situations. Second monk decided to judge the first monk. The third monk said, No, I have to, you know, work on getting peace and everything. This more detailed explanation. I'll send you the entire story. But the fourth monk was killed unnecessarily. His tapas went because he said, See, I could do it. 
when these three could not i sustained and he spoke now he could have remained silent right because nothing bothered him all this while nothing bothered him nor the lamp nor the quarrel nor the breaking of silence but he said that when i am quiet he must have thought two things now now if i remain quiet these three won't even realize that i am in silence so what is the point of doing all this tapas when nobody realizes that i am doing it oh my god so you are doing all this for recognition journey gone who cares if others recognize it or not and then i did it khatam so now these four so when what is silence then silence is moving beyond it in your mind also you notice you don't notice whatever you are doing is your duty we have started pointing all the fingers outside the minute we sit here we'll say the world operates like this forget the world look at yourself whenever you come to satsang you'll say ha duniya aisi chalti hai duniya chodo aap kaise chal rahe ho dekho so when you are in silence you have to be silent from judgment silence from distraction silent from proving it to other people that you are silent and silent from that ego that i can maintain silence so again sukshma right so this story was very beautiful and asan again we talked about the importance of asan last time also asan now again why asan comes the tapas or the meditation or through the meditation your asan becomes strong what comes first your asan or the meditation your asan can never be strong till you are immersed and once you are immersed nothing can break your asan so it does not happen by force when you are totally immersed into something nothing will shake you you know the movement will stop but when you are not nothing can stop you from moving so it is not that the asan comes first it is how immersed you are that comes first then the pranas up and down of the pranas how do you do that control of breathing pranas and with pranas come the senses when the pranas goes the senses also go we'll see that and then yog prayog jap tap sab kar liya all this you know brahma ji he did everything and for 1000 years and to this minutest detail he did so much the entire song i'll send it to you so he did so much of tap that finally after 1000 years the truth came forward the lord revealed himself and he said come and he took brahma ji to brahmalok up now brahma ji looked around and he was amazed at what he saw it was so beautiful and he saw two kinds of people he said so one kind of set which was looking identical with the lord the other was not that identical with the lord so we talked about two kinds of mukti the gradual mukti and the immediate mukti so the gradual mukti when you are doing that gradual mukti process you take your mind because maybe some work on your mind is still left so the mind and senses go with you and then you travel up the lokas so you want to experience it you have some desire left when you want to experience it the desire is left so you don't go without your mind so you go so two kind of people he said but both were divine because they were both celestial beings and the lord was sitting there being protected by 24 guards the lord was sitting there protected by 24 25 guards 
Now, 25 cards. What are the 25 cards? What he saw actually was the Atman, which is protected with the layers. Right? We talk about layers and layers and layers. And there are 24 layers. When the creation takes place, <coughs> first there is an Ichha, right? You won't just suddenly slap somebody. That thought will materialize in your mind and then suddenly you will get up and it will be put into action. So that Ichha was there in that Purusha. And then Ichha came and the Ichha was so strong that he wanted to have a creation in place. He wanted to feel loved. He wanted to become two. He wanted to... So that Ichha Shakti came in him. And the minute that Ichha came, it is said that first of all, now we'll go into the gross form first, try to comprehend. He said, where do I put myself, you know? Where do I establish myself? So he said, okay, let there be water. Nara. There was water. And then he went into that water. Now this is this analogy you'll understand better when you think about a baby in the womb. Okay, try to visualize it like that. So there was water and that Nara, Narayan was in that water, immersed in that water. Nothing. Then he had this desire to see. When he had the desire to see, the eyes came out, followed by the sense of seeing and the devtas behind it. The sun god is the Devtao side. And then he had the desire to smell. Then the nose popped out. He had the desire to talk. Mouth open. He had the desire to hear. He said, okay, the ears started coming out. He had the desire to touch. So the hands came out. He had the desire to walk. So the legs came out. He had the desire to eat. So and digest and feel. So the intestines and the inner part came out. He had the desire to love, so came out the heart. He had the desire to think, so the mind was formed. As and when he had the desire to just breathe. He wanted to breathe air. At that time when he wanted to breathe, he did not want to be immersed in nar, water. This Narayan came out and he could breathe. When you look at the description, when they give every organ, when he had the desire to create, the productive organs came out. When he had the desire to excrete, the anus came out. Every desire was visualized in the gross form of that Purusha, the cosmic being. This is called the cosmic being. Now there is a very beautiful question then. Parikshit said, if the cosmic being, he looks like us in all forms, right? What is the difference? The only one difference is his magnitude and our magnitude. What is the difference between the cosmic being and me? Now, Narad Muni also said the same thing. He said, you are the creator. He is the creator. What is the difference between Brahma and that cosmic being, that Lord? Answers will come. So now this creation happens. So this is a very gross creation of the organs, the hands, the fingers. When he wanted to feel, the skin came on. And just visualize a baby being formed in the womb. It's a beautiful analogy. And that is nothing else that comes to your mind but that water which is Nara and that little Narayan which is sitting in the womb. And whereas then when you see the nourishment, it is connected, right? It is like that lotus stem only, isn't it? 
But now this Nara does not know anything. He's sitting there. And later, the lotus comes out. So look at this cross analogy. So ye to ho gaya that cosmic being, how he looks. He looks exactly like this. As per the Puranas, they are describing it. Okay. Now suppose the cosmic being has come out. Right? Now this cosmic being, this is the outer function. Just like us. Okay. Now the cosmic being is there. And he wants to now, more subtle, he wants to have sense. Now the creation has to happen, right? So what does he do? There is everything in place. Like for the cosmic being, for the Lord, everything is place. Now Brahma cannot create without anything. But that Lord can create without anything. So he creates like a spider. Okay, The spider takes out the web from his own mouth. Isn't it? And he forms the web. Does he get a material from somewhere else? No. He takes it from his own mouth. He forms the web. He goes around in the web. And then he takes it in again. Spider's web. He does not get material from anywhere else. So now he said, okay. Now I want to start feeling also. I want to know things. Then, ek to hai, gyan. He is there. There is no change in it. But now he wants change. He wants to feel. The creation has to happen. So that's Stability has to be disturbed, right? It cannot be just like that. So how do you disturb the st stability? The three tattvas are there. Tamas, Rajas, Sattva. It is there. It is there in the form. And now it has to be disturbed. So how do you disturb it? Time. Kal disturbs it. Karma disturbs it. And over here, they start disturbing it and they get disintegrated further. This chart will help in understanding See, Bhagavatam is not mere empty words. Huh? Now, see. So now, this is the Purusha we created first of all. Now, ab usko ab ki I want to feel, I want to multiply. There is this cosmic being. And then, how do I disturb the balance so that various different things can be created? So he disturbs the balance further. And then, when he disturbs the balance, the Rajsik, Tamsik, Tattvas are divided in different ways in different forms. So this is the cosmic intelligence. Okay, it starts with cosmic intelligence. It goes down to cosmic ahankar jota. It is cosmic ego. And now this is this is just the purusha we are talking about. One divine cosmic being, and then it is broken into sattva, rajas, and tamas. Okay. Now this balance has to be disturbed. This is there in all of us, but it is in different proportions. Right now, from tamas, what comes out? What are in the state? They are there. Earth, fire, ether, water and air. So that comes from the tamas. Then we talked about indriyas last time. In last class. The 10 indriyas are the rajsik tatsva. Say, those 10 indriyas come. And when you go from the sattva. Okay. The jnana shakti. That is the mind. And further those are the 10 deities prescribing over it. And again, then deities you say, Wo kya hota hai? Now these things, the Indriyas can be further divided into Adhyatma, Adhibhuta and Adhidev. Now for instance, this tongue is Adhyatma. The Rasa is Adhibhuta. And who is the God? The deity prescribed over it. We said there is a big difference in a deity and the Lord. What we do is we interchange it. It is Varuna. So every 
portion every organ <coughs> has a function it has a minute subtle thing like for instance let's take nose what is the function of the nose smell and then what is the deity prescribing over it is the ashwini kumars so every organ every every organ of that purusha has a function has a subtle function and has a devta prescribing over it indra is also there varun is also there vishnu is also there shiv is also there and brahma is also there in the same virat purush now purush ban gaya we have said this is the virat purush all organs have a function and all functions like smell has a devta with it so there are three elements to it it is not only the nose no smells and there is a devta guarding it and after this he said when i entered this pier what i saw was magnificent that purusha that that thing that lord was being guarded by 25 layers around it there were his 25 shaktis he starts with the spirit and there are 25 shaktis if you go back again this chart is further divided if you go back it's like earth i'll just name it earth smell water flavor fire form from fire comes the form from air comes the touch from ether comes the sound it goes on these 10 are the different forms and then he goes on organs of generation excretion speech feet hand they are there and then the skin the tongue the nose the ear the eyes and then he goes further aham the ego mahat the intelligence and then prakriti what is prakriti that we see right and purusha is the inert thing prakriti acts purusha remains and the purusha so even the purusha is not that he is being guided because purusha is separate to all this the lord is separate to all this so even that divine purush that prakriti that we talk about are just layers which are guarding him and now the same thing brahma ji saw he saw that cosmic being being created he saw that cosmic beings the sattva rajas tamas the cosmic ego the cosmic intelligence being divided further he saw earth ether senses everything in that cosmic being he said okay now what do i do he looked now the lord said now you create see everything is there now you create now brahma ji needed more knowledge he had this darshan of the lord he went to the loka he needed more knowledge now what did he do he had to do sacrifices he had to do tap did he create anything no he took it from that purusha himself he took the trees from that purusha that cosmic being in which everything is there is nothing other than the cosmic being he took everything he took the trees he took the animals whatever was needed for his prayer he took from the cosmic being and he started doing his prayers when he started doing his prayers again the lord came forward ki now you have done your tapa now you are taking a step forward so now i'll give you the chatushloki bhagavat bhagavat right now has so many verses right 18000 but brahma ji was given only four shlokas of the bhagavat by god the lord again who is beyond prakriti who is beyond purusha who is beyond brahma vishnu mahesh because in him reside brahma vishnu mahesh 
in him reside all the indras when we do the krishna katha we'll realize in him resides everything and then he said chatushloki bhagavat and this four shlokas can be simply divided into four forms first is brahman the knowledge of that divine lord brahman second is the knowledge of maya the third shloka talks about the world as we see it and the fourth shloka talks about how to reach that brahman only four shlokas were given to him now brahma ji is narrating everything to narad muni and sukhdev ji is telling that the same questions and same discussion has happened and he is telling this to parikshit let's not lose the focus and let's not forget shonak and suta sitting in nemisharanya so see how many examples they are quoting and this is see now the first is brahman simply put he says i was there i am there in everything you see there is nothing beyond me and when everything goes away i will still be there that is brahman no form no name right now i was there when there was nothing the way you see it because for him there is nothing even now in the absolute term there is nothing even now beyond him but in the relative terms we are talking about brahma we are talking about so many people in absolute term it is only him which is there so in relative terms if you want to understand i was there then the creation happened now the destruction will happen and i'll still remain it does not matter whether this exists or not to me because i am i am everything i will be i was that is brahman there is nothing beyond me there is nothing other than me it is all in me it is all me what is maya maya is simply put your lack of understanding of the first fact you see duality we see double moon sometimes right we say are it's a delusion maya is nothing which hides the real and shows you the unreal you believe in the unreal and you cannot comprehend the real at all and that is maya nothing else which does not let you understand the first point that is maya now the third what is the world now to explain the world they have said take a pot now what is the pot clay pot le lo what is the clay pot made of clay right is there anything else water water the so clay all the tatvas are there but if for instance you put water you put air you put everything in it but there is no clay can you make that clay pot no now gold bangles can you make that bangle gold bangle without that gold irrespective of the fact whether your earrings are there or not the bangle is there or not the gold is there right so he is saying these five forms air ether water and uh, what is it fire and earth they are in it also and they are not in it also i am in it also and i am not in it also but without me nothing is there with me you can say ha huh, this is a pot this is a cup this is a plate but after all there is nothing but clay is it so this is the world after all there is nothing but gold in there that is world 
the world is so basically the world is the pot is nothing but clay the bangle is nothing but gold so the world is nothing but me you can see so many designs in this carpet let's suppose if i start removing the designs will the carpet be there so it's all in me i am it this design is not different from me take another example the ocean and the waves can the waves exist without the ocean the ocean is there theek hai ripples dikh rahe hain aapko so that is the world the world is also me and he says how do you reach to this understanding of brahman by simple analogy of ye hai ye nahi hai start questioning start questioning yourself okay suppose there is a thought that comes to your mind whose thought is it it's your thought right who puts it into action you do right <laughs> who does something to it who says okay implements it puts it into action conceives it thinks about it who does you do so is it anything but your thought it is yours right it is you so start questioning who who and then you say this exists till that extent go back when you say without this nothing else can exist this can exist without this this can exist without this now what is a chair chair is wood then you go back 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 till you come to that point when you say yes everything else can be or be cannot be but uh, that ultimate one thing without which nothing can be so you have to go back keep asking those questions to yourself presence absence presence absence of something and he says one more thing when you are dreaming you have a projection you have such a beautiful dream right sometimes we get up late because we don't want to close that dream happens to me many a times i was having a good dream i wanted to complete it theek hai yeah children do that i still do it but theek hai and you get to meet so many of your friends in your dreams right you have not met them for 10 years and suddenly you are spending time with them why not so now you have a dream it is your projection everything happens everything is so real literally so real that you can say it happened and when you get up what happens nothing is there bas jab ye samajh aa jayega fir karo na now creation ab now you do it because this is just my dream kuch nahi hai now when you start working with this concept in mind you will never have ego because you are not the doer you realize that you are not the doer doership aayegi nahi because you are not the doer who is the doer i am the doer he says i am you are not now this charge shlok brahma ji gave to narad muni and the narad muni ko bola ki now my dear son you go and expand it go tell people expand it explain it so now prakshit ji said whom who got this knowledge jukdev ji said see narad muni gave my father this knowledge he gave only four shlokas and apparently happened that my father was better in expanding than narad muni so narad muni said ki now you expand explain because these four shlokas is just these four and even the first one when you say na i was i am i am there nothing else exists is the bottom line of the entire vedanta and kitne sare books hai because nahi samajh aa pata is it nahi char mein kisi ko nahi samajh aayega because it's not possible you have to expand it explain it he said okay so he went to vedvyas ji 
and shukdev ji said and ved vyas ji told me apparently i started expanding it even further so that people can comprehend and this is how the bhagavatam came into place this is how when they talk about creation they are describing the entire purusha this is how one knowledge is very this knowledge is very important to understand the further chapters of bhagavatam the first <coughs> chapter that we did was the adhikari skand are you a adhikari they took a long time to do it because you have to be very sure that you are a adhikari now second is the sadhana skand the second book is talking about sadhana we many a times all you know when great gurus will come and you know they'll act like normal people are they did their entire circle of sadhana and now they are acting like okay mixing and mingling and talking okay but their sadhana is done we follow them without doing our sadhana and he is saying without sadhana nothing is possible now many people ask ma karma yes karmic theory works so the thief is doing his karma by stealing so yes shri shri only said theek hai and then somebody will say so the police is doing his karma he said yes police is also <laughs> doing his karma by catching the thief but very few have the ability to break the shackles of karma because it is possible you do not have to be bound you choose to be bound because that other path is not easy he is making you telling you very clearly that ta pa is the bottom line nahi to kuch nahi hoga whether you like it or you don't like it you take it or you don't take it tap is where it all begins only with tap did brahma understand the purusha did brahma understand the layers did brahma understand what he wants did brahma understand what he has to do did brahma understand how everything will dissolve also did brahma understand that he is not the doer it all started with penance the research online
That is why we clearly said neither the questions nor the knowledge is new. So the speaker nor the listener should get any ego for the same thing. Yeah. Because it is all there. Yeah. Here it, like it's in Bhagavad and there it was the Patanjali Yoga Sutra. Patanjali Yoga Sutra also we'll do later in Bhagavad. Yeah. So what now we have a picture, just two minutes more. We have a picture. We'll knit it together later in the next session. We'll knit first and second together before we move on to the third. Now, third onwards, it has been divided into 10. 12 books. So, third onwards, every book is going to focus on one aspect. We are going to talk about it next class. We really have to know what we are looking at. Otherwise, you'll go haywire. You know, just read it and then interpret it in any way you want to know. There is something you're sorting. Something you need to know. So it starts with Sarga. Then it goes to Visarga. And then there are more. And there are 10 elements. And the last is Ashraya. But all through while we discuss, one thing we should not forget. Ashraya is total surrender. The entire Bhagavatam is going to lead to Ashraya only. There are not 10 chapters. There are not 12 chapters. There is only one purpose, that is Ashray. They'll explain it to you scientifically, kalp, sub, sub, sub. But ultimately, it is Ashray, which you have to reach. And it clearly says, this Ashray can only be reached with a subdued heart, like Brahma. Where without knowing only, he was willing to do the tap. He had so much of love with the Lord. But if you put your sophisticated logic in it, you will be very far from Ashray. Because how can you explain somebody who is beyond logic with logic? So this is something which has to be really kept in your mind. That that mundane logic which we hold so strongly today is useless. You cannot understand him with logic. So, if you really want to understand Bhagavatam, leave the Vivek behind and come. And just follow what it is saying. Jai Shri Krishna. Jai Shri Krishna. It is amazing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. This is the, the beauty of everybody's interpretation. You know? It's nice.